0: Episode commencing in 3, 2,
1: 1. Episode initiated.
2: Where am I? You are on a podcast. What do you want? I want want to torture torture my my friends friends with years years of of games. games. Whose side are you on? That That would would be telling, for I want want... roleplay, roleplay, roleplay on this week's episode of The Cosmic Cosmic Prisoner. Prisoner. This is your evil number one GM Patrick here and joining me in delightfully druggy retirement after a life of spyhood are my five friends and sequentially signified players to my far left. Why it's double triple super secret spy, uh, AKA Jabber Jammer away as Jamfrum. That's me across the digital table for me. A large weather balloon threatening to run you over. It's miles making believe is redacted. Good evening. To my right, on a giant human chessboard, this guy's the king. Checkmate why it's Tyler talking us prey deer.
3: (laughs) Hello there.
4: It's Ron Weasley. (laughs) Oh no!
2: (laughs) (laughs) we To my immediate left, playing the real enemy all along. Himself on drugs, we have Drew dying to play Zilixthel.
5: That cowboy episode though, huh? The cowboy one?
2: And across from him, she might have a badge naming her number six, but she's number one in our hearts. It's none other than Rebecca, rolling as Asher and Sky. Hello! The prisoner! Do-do-do-do-do-do. Everyone did drugs in the 60s. Do, 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 do. You can go <laughs> and visit the place where they
5: filmed the prisoner and they have everything there, including the little weird like land boat that they just kind of had. <laughs> good. Um, that
2: good. Really it good. should, should, should be all there. Better, there better be a weather balloon you can take a picture in front of like you're running away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been. Uh, we we watched it for the podcast at one point. I believe uh, watch so. watched we, through all of it. And uh, yeah, it's really good, but it is like. Man, let me go ahead and get a full book about, like, what this show means, <laughs> you know, like a full uh, diagnostic of of its meaning. Guys, mm-hmm. welcome back to the podcast. How, how are you all doing? Still upset. <laughs> doing all right. <laughs> Do you remember Starfinder can every once in a while have some, uh, some 10 round long combat? Oh, boy.
3: It all came flooding back to me, every trauma over the last five years, wrapped into one Omega, unstoppable balco
2: untar. I mean, as players, I'm sure you're upset because it's like you're level one. Like, what all could you do? But like, as characters, you know, y- you guys have like been together for some time, but you haven't coalesced as a team. There wasn't like a ton of, you know, teamwork or. Yeah, yeah we don't have abilities, Patrick. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I mean, I
2: don't know. I feel like
3: Yamfram's coalesced pretty well with the front grill of the Vista yeah, Cruiser. Yeah. I was
2: about to say, yeah. It's just the hood <laughs> ornament. <laughs> you guys, guys could have just been in the vehicle the entire time just doing drive-bys on it.
3: <laughs> just that one is... person making all the rolls, the other three just <laughs> playing on the radio. No, you can you can
2: like lean out the side of the vehicle and uh, uh I don't know I'm telling you tactics, but you can ready in action for when you drive by like every other turn just to uh make the one attack. Uh that that'll be for the future next time <laughs> next time you go up against a, a super undead or whatever this was. Mm-hmm. Uh, um but yeah, you, you don't have all the skills and spells and abilities yet because you were level one but we leveled up last week and Ooh, so now so, we've yeah, got all, all Here we are. you've got double <laughs> right double everything from one to two so yeah this week we are doing our first level up for the season five crew who doesn't have a name yet but uh, I've just been calling the colony crew and then we got some other podcast business to attend to but the first thing I want to do in lieu of a last time on game is this week talk to you about what your character's scott going from level one to level two who wants to talk about one fun thing
4: uh i picked up a coordinating shot so uh hey. i'm threatening folks uh they'll uh anyone my ranged friendos will get a plus one to attack them
2: okay nice a little, oh yeah, uh, I love that. A little half half flanking bonus on there <clears throat> is that a is that a regular feat um, it's a combat feat. So, um, okay. But you, yeah, you a, got as it because you're a class. Yeah, yeah. 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 Makes sense. <clears throat> All right. Uh, who, who's next? I guess I'll go. <clears throat> big, um, big, exciting, redacted mechanical. Level.
1: Not super exciting, but I, I did pick up a, a mechanical trick and I selected a hack directory because, at least in the last couple years, we have fallen victim to quite a number of computer countermeasures that have sometimes usurped entire episodes. Miles, the website (laughs) Um,
5: is fine. We fixed it.
1: And... um, Shut up. Uh, (laughs) So this one is whenever you attempt to hack a system and fail the check, you immediately become aware of any countermeasures that were activated due to your failure. You can then select one of these countermeasures and attempt a computer's check with the same DC as the original. If you succeed, you can prevent that countermeasure from activating as if you had not attempted to access the system at all.
4: <laughs> Miles said, due
2: to your failure. due to your failure. Yeah, oh that, that's a nice one. And I mean, I, I think you're playing odds here, Miles, because there hasn't been any hacking or computers yet. So you're like, oh, then it's bound to happen. <laughs> <laughs> and,
1: well, uh, I mean, you're right. It's it not that to happen all the time, but like anytime it does, it just severely ruins our crew's day or switches bodies, which took the entire episode and was <laughs> frankly,
2: extremely like, obnoxious. Like everyone's favorite episode, all of our listening audience's favorite episode. <laughs> um, I know it's
1: a episode, but it wasn't as much fun playing it.
0: <laughs> all right.
2: Who is
0: next? I'll go.
2: Asher, um
0: I uh thought long and hard about this and definitely did not choose it five minutes before we started recording. I got my first Vanguard discipline at level mm-hmm. two. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. at RGM's recommendation, I chose Dampen.
2: Yeah. So that's a
0: good one. If it ever comes into play, it could be really cool. It allows me <laughs> to spend an entropy point to dampen the entropic release of energy and violent effects, meaning that if an area of fact targets me and or, you know, if I'm in the target of an area of effect, I can half the damage.
2: I mean, it's pretty major. Like if if Miles, if Redacted fails to disarm a trap in a computer that has an AOE effect, you're like, don't worry, I got this. And you just I mean, that's basically making it so like everyone rolls a success. You know, Yeah. yeah. like how, how crazy is that? You have to be within the same area, so. You guys should bunch up whenever you can. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Um, Pratier uh, or Zillix, you yeah, guys are... I can go.
3: Yeah. I'm good. So many things. Man, I don't know where to start. I level. I got no
2: clue, but you're... <laughs> not-
3: <laughs> well, as a spellcaster, it was so funny. I, I did all the level ups just, you know, that, you know... Archives of Nethys. You know, when you look at your level, it's like, oh, Yo, you get this stuff, and I, uh-huh. I did that, and then I was, and then I thought, wait, I have spells. Do those do anything? And it's like, <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, those you got some of those too. And I was like, this is too much. Yeah, yeah you get uh, Yeah, so at second level, you get tem- temporal anomalies, which for precogs is just a bunch of wicked, like different things that can mess with time or uh, abilities, and I, I picked one, which is almost straight out of Rebecca's playbook, uh, which it's called Advanced Preparation. but oh, sure okay. Re, Rebecca's very aware of what this means,
0: but... Oh, but very Hilaris-like. like it.
3: Yes. Once per day is a standard action. I can consume a Paradox to produce one consumable item, uh, such as Ooh. spell gems, uh, oh. which is the reason I took it. And, you know, I have to pay for it. It can't be anything higher than my level, yada, yada, yada. But essentially... It allows me to produce a spell gem as a standard action. And the Precog has a pretty decent list of spells that are very, or are kind of, you know, niche utilitarian. So I'm That's hoping this will give a chance good. for those to come into play. And, you know, I'll just hoard some UPPs. I was was about to say, you're never
2: buying weapons and armor, are you? No, it's all spell gems, baby.
0: (laughs) So does that Um, give you a way around, like, having to prepare exactly the right spells every single mm -hmm. day? Well,
2: it's you can use it just once per day. I could use it, yeah, once per day. So, Sure,
0: but it at least gives you an out. Like, if you prepared all the wrong spells that day, then you can trade one of them out.
3: Yeah, yeah. you know, sometimes they're just those moments where, you know, it's like, oh, I would love to be able to breathe underwater, but I didn't prepare the spell to breathe underwater, and now I can kind of be like, oh, wait.
5: Yeah, I did. It's a spell gem. So... <laughs> I forgot I had know. this in my fanny pack. Yeah. A goblin put
2: it in my fanny pack. <laughs> and, uh... I mean, also, serums are not nothing to, uh, to shake a, a stick mm-hmm. at here. Well, so the eventual
3: thing this leads into is something called recycled preparation, which allows me to spend a paradox to reuse a consumable item such Mm. as a spell gem so i can in theory i will be able to produce a spell gem use it recycle it and use it again so it will have even more utility to it so nice that's and then as a spell i wanted to pick up i wanted to pick a spell that had also utility to it i'm very excited for this spell it's very simple it's called swap initiative When we roll initiatives, I can spend a reaction at that exact moment to swap my position in the initiative with somebody
2: else's as long as they are willing. Tyler, I said one cool thing about your level up, okay? One uh that that's fun does it have to be a willing participant
3: it has to be a willing person so i I
2: can't i can't just like shunt a teammate that's pretty cool to be like oh actually you know what uh frontline melee fighter guess what you're going first not me (laughs) oh that's that is exactly what's gonna
3: happen (laughs) Hey, did you want to go first (laughs) because i
2: don't (laughs) drew what about zillix Well, I don't know anything about (laughs) Uh, the the nano level ups. What do you get?
5: Yeah, nanosites uh, get a couple of cool things. My own kind of dampen ability that only affects me. But uh, we also get our first nanosite, Knack. Huh? It's a cool Uh. name. It's a cool name. (laughs) Uh, So I picked something called swarm strike, which is basically I have to be in my sheath array, which is the array that allows me to like have like cool stuff and gives me bonuses for certain roles and things like that. But I get to do a fancy unarmed strike that deals lethal damage and a couple of different damage types that I can that I can throw out there, which is
2: pretty cool. Fun, 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 fun. Awesome. So, everyone, most everyone got something pretty, pretty cool. But uh, that's not all the business we got to do at the top of this week's episode. We had uh, a few weeks of submissions for our Name the Colony fan challenge. That's right. Fan challengers are back for season five. So, I've put in our Discord chat, our private Discord chat for the players. Without the names of folks who submitted them, so these are just the the names themselves of of all the submissions. I, I did not count how many there were. <laughs> There's like uh, probably like thirty or or so. Um. So yeah, w- without knowing whose they are, I was gonna have you guys pick some of your favorites. Maybe some ones you want to shout out. Maybe each of you can pick a favorite and. I, I'll veto all the ones that are inappropriate, <laughs> and there were a lot of inappropriate <laughs> ones. But uh, yeah, and then we'll we'll have our fans narrow it down by voting on those those top picks. Have you got a, a, a time to read this this long list? Any he, any jump out at you?
3: Yeah,
1: yeah. I I had a couple. Um, I liked Townton. Townton. I thought that was, <laughs> thought that was pretty funny, as well as a uh, Settlemyer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but those were both. Very funny. is not bad. I uh,
5: I like the name Nantambu. Nantambu. And Peladonia.
3: Peladonia sounds pretty cool too. Sounds like an actual place. <laughs> I can't I can't help but think of just the Knights of Sidonia.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. I'm into it's
3: that. Post, no. Yeah, it, but it's Peladonia, so I'm sure we can change that song. Uh,
5: well, uh, uh, it'll be art in a few weeks. Uh, that. Rebecca will turn Knights of Sidonia into Knights of Peladonia, and it'll be jammed for them mm-hmm. just in the cool, like, space oh, western yeah. thing.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah. Jabert, Rebecca, Tyler, any favorites from the list?
0: Uh, I have to call out Hope Springs because I just yesterday uh, realized that Gravity Falls was a joke because Gravity Falls. That mm-hmm. never registered to me. But anyway, mm-hmm. that's why I appreciate Hope Springs.
4: I like the idea of calling it hot sands. Like we're trying to like convince people to come to our beach resort. We're like, it's great. We got hot sands hot. and
2: cool water, baby. And it's like, but then they land. It's like, it's in a forest. Sorry. <laughs> I was about to say that in the center of town, there's just a, a small like sandbox a, like a, like under like some, court, <laughs> some some heat lamps.
0: <laughs> Only two hours from the beach.
2: Exactly Right. Tyler, what about you?
3: I will happily back Viridian. Viridian. It's a classic name. The Viridian Forest. Isn't that, where Brock, likes, uh... isn't that, that
5: where Brock was the gym leader? <laughs> yes. So, yeah,
3: the Viridian Forest is the forest you go to before you get to uh, the first town that uh, his name is Escaping Me in Pokemon.
5: Yes. That town that he goes to. Isn't it just Viridian yeah. City?
3: <laughs> yeah, yes, you're right. It <laughs> is just Viridian City. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: One of my favorites here is the horizon's edge which i don't know if uh, copyright wise uh <laughs> is, is that uh is that cool isn't that is that one the name of the uh the video game but okay so we got some we got some options here we'll um uh, next put on on twitter and and the discord the the vote so fans can can vote on their favorites and that will come up you know at, at this time now probably a couple weeks after this episode yeah. Bill, uh, please
3: please vote on both of
2: those options On am <laughs> <laughs> uh well if i was about to say we, we you guys give me a a bit of a list and we'll we'll narrow it down to like five here but right so like i said no, no last time on game. I'm gonna give you a, a quick recap as to what happened that is actually factually correct. There was a large boom that awakened you guys from a night's sleep, where damage to the communications center had Ezra and Shire sending you out to investigate the plaza there, where you found Valley Inglos dead, and an undead, Balco Unktar, who seemed not in control of his actions, somehow was able to absorb her body the the corpse folk moved to kill you all and if it were not for the, the grace of some of your coordinated attacks and a very large exploration buggy cruiser you guys might not have survived a knockdown drag out fight but you did and uh, this week's episode is going to start immediately after that combat ended and oh, how are you guys doing hit point wise how are you doing your character's spirit wise very poorly, it's not great. Hit up. point wise, Redact is not
1: doing great, but Redacted's uh, inflated sense of self has not been shaken.
2: <laughs> you did a good amount of damage with the vehicle. I think we got some of the, the rules a little loosey goosey because, uh, I think technically. Well, no, I'm pretty sure we did it correctly. I think technically, uh, yeah, you do provoke with some of the uh, the drive-by <laughs> attacks with the vehicle, which uh, I, I think I'm make any sense. Made use so, of, yeah. If you're driving by in uh, in an attacking way, you're, if
1: you're if you're ramming, then
2: <laughs> you can you just someone holds out their sword and you just ram into the sword. <laughs> But yeah, I I think I knocked some of you guys out and he came back with a single hit point left, but you survived. And that is more than we can say for Portali and poor, poor Balco. As the combat comes to end at the edges of the 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 lights surrounding the the comm center, the few light bulbs that survived the the cacophonous blast that seemed to shatter the windows here. You realize a group of about maybe 30 people have come out of their homes and and walked over and are watching from like a safe distance in the darkness. And as the the silence takes over at the the end of the combat here, uh, you hear maybe talking and whispers from this large mob. uh, But then a a cry calls out from from it as Kel's Deirdre comes forward, running over to the body of of Balco on guitar and saying, you, you monsters, what what have you done to Balco? Uh, Redacted
1: would probably just continue to ignore and start whistling and is picking up the body to put
2: in the trunk for future probing. <laughs> she grabs it. Belko's, Belko's body and is like, "Don't you touch him."
0: What? Why? Why? He was not himself. He was cruel.
1: This being was undead. It tried to kill us. We killed it first. End of conversation and continues to you know move towards the vehicle
2: i don't i don't believe that for a second balco wouldn't do that to you well, she's well, very we so even, but here we are yeah she's very tender with the the dead body it's like you you get away from him he's he was my partner uh i, I he, he's my responsibility i want you experimenting on him freak looking <clears throat> in your direction redacted which one of you
1: Deals with emotions, and he's like looking towards his compatriots.
2: Praydier
3: will kneel down and and say, "Whatever happened to Balco? We must, we must find the answers." You know, and we can't do that without probing. Don't listen to that one. <laughs> you probing on the brain. <laughs> that one. I know. I know you are upset and believe us. This was very difficult to do, and we are wanting answers as to why this all went so wrong. And I know right now, those answers might not be important to you, but in the coming days, they will be. Let us, let us see if we can't get answers from him. And then we, I promise, we will return his body to you.
2: Mm. I would like to roll diplomacy! Try it, Tyler. I dare you. Dare you to try it. I'm not even gonna
3: try to figure out what my <laughs> roles were from
2: the day, because I'm pretty <laughs> sure they were all crap. <laughs> I remember them. Yes, they were quite bad. <laughs>
3: yeah, let's just roll diplomacy
2: straight out. That sounds like playing. Hey Not bad. Hey, yeah. slightly above average. Twelve on the dice. Uh, she's like you. You can see him and 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 Lyosho, but I don't want I don't want that butcher or anyone else that did damage to him. I don't want his killers examining his body.
3: I understand. We will have Laoshu look into it and we will be
2: respectful. Uh, you, you think that's going to be all the, the machinations here. But after a few minutes, three other figures emerge from the darkness, confused, angry, sad. Uh, and these emotions swirling between the rest of the all surviving of the
4: emotions that a
2: robot can have. Milk <laughs> was a bad choice. The the surviving Anglo sisters Begin shouting in a mix of common and and ancient orcish curse words, demanding answers, challenging people to fights, maybe picking up some of the, the furniture and destroying some of the, the planters around here, as uh, yeah, the dust and debris that is all that remains of of Tally, their their sister, lies on the ground here. They, they they've gotten word that indeed she was somehow destroyed. By by Balco Unktar, but all they have is like dust and her her armor and weapons. Uh, one of which I believe you picked up, Mister. Um, yeah, Frater?
3: I'll return it to him. Yeah, yeah. Are um, there bones? Are there any? Is there anything? Not really. No. Uh, the reason I'm asking is like any future chance at a resurrection kind of situation, but uh sounds like there's nothing
2: yeah there's just just dust you're not not sure i think we we looked into it maybe a little last week but you're not sure what exactly that effect was this kind of oily greasy necrotic field that falco seemed to to wash over what looked like the already dead body of of thali and take a tincture and put some of that stuff
1: in worth looking at
2: <laughs> I'm gonna probe something tonight <laughs> I don't care if it's dust <laughs> I'll probe the
1: dust I'll probe it all I mean long. Redacted also does generally want answers and I mean mm. you know the reason sometimes Grace have probed things isn't
4: just for kicks <laughs> <laughs> just love probing yeah. things those three or four it's, times I mean it.
5: it's an added probe bonus but you know, go, there, there is a reason it's a part of our
3: culture
2: yeah, as as they're collecting her belongings, the only thing that survives are their sister still still crying and, and, and screaming. Perhaps one of the the eldest of them, uh, Labandu Angelos, comes over to you guys and says, so what happened here? How, how did Tally die? What what did Balko do to do this to her? Well,
5: we don't know. We don't have time to figure it out. We'll do what we can.
2: What do you mean, figure it out from from what people said? He snapped and somehow disintegrated her? That doesn't make any sense. Get on right about that.
3: It appears that, hmm, well, even using the word Balco, we do not even know if it was Balco or if he was being controlled, corrupted by something else. But it is true that his body used an ability that was... Something we cannot, we do not know, we do not understand. It seemed necrotic in origin, and we, we will have to do much further research in order to provide any concrete answer here.
5: He did seem to snap out of it at some point in that fight, right? For a moment.
3: Oh, he was begging. I mean, he was, he kept reiterating over and over again that, like, he's, the, the, couldn't, he was couldn't going full zur on us. His will is not his own.
2: I mean, he definitely, he seemed to vacillate between. His normal personality and one that uh, I mean, he has like a, a or had a extremely constant stutter that didn't manifest in everything he said last night. laboundu kind of, you know, she's she's looking more disappointed, maybe fatigued, sleepy. Says uh, we were not meant to come to this place. There's there's a reason that this planet was lost. We should not have dared. Come here, and now we will, will will pay for our hubris just as Tally paid with her life. <laughs> uh, they they cart off her few remains, and uh, Ezra and Shire comes up to you guys, you know, after trying to get everyone to go back to, to bed. It's like you know, 3 a.m. At, at this point, maybe cleans up the square a little bit and and says, uh, well, that. I, I can't believe we've we've had our first casualties and two in two in one night. I I, I, I I just can't believe it. Um did did Bauco say anything or do anything t- maybe to, to indicate uh that he would like snap like this? What, what what happened do you think?
5: If he was gonna snap he
2: snapped before we ever set on the scene. What what was that explosion? It, all the glass here is is broken down and what 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 Did something happen inside the comm
3: center? We have not had the chance to investigate the comm center, but it appears that there was an energy overcharge of some kind. I can't remember, like an EMP-ish. That happened here, but we, we have not been able to investigate the system.
2: Taking a look at it, it seems like the entire communications array has indeed shorted out. Like, transistors have blown various bits of the computer components have kind of burnt out from the, the top of the the array down through the, the computer itself. So probably I mean if there was any evidence of like what was going on here before it's mostly fried. Mm-hmm. Cool. But I mean a large amount of energy uh, would have to do this. Like this thing is rated to take lightning strikes. It's uh, indeed a you know, like a, a large communications dish that, uh, that is, that's interconnected with some, some other smaller terrestrial ones that would be for communicating over the, the, the planet to like to other colonies and things. But yeah, you're not, not sure. Just looking at it, you know, there's just broken glass everywhere. Maybe some, some smoke damage inside the building where the, the computer is as you go inside to, to take a look. Kel's in there, just kind of like, Packing up Balco's personal belongings, some of his chachis and stuff on the desk. You call them chachis? Chachis? No chachis. Okay. <laughs>
5: Joni loves those.
4: Joni loves chachis. That's the thing you got to know about Joni, though. She loves chachis.
2: Right. Is there anything else you want to do that night before you go back to sleep? So, Get some rest. Maybe heal um, some HP. Yeah, I've, I've mentioned
1: several times that Redacted wants to to do some uh, experimenting and and. Like that dissection, but like like looking at all the stuff he's found. Can can we do some maybe some rolls to like get clean information like from the body or samples that that has taken?
2: Yeah, this will actually be maybe maybe you can get somebody help. I don't know what your 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 bonus is here, but um, a mysticism check looking at the 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 remains of of Talieinglus. But feel For free so. to roll your yourself. Ugh, I'm definitely going to need help with that. Cause my mysticism is nothing.
0: I can assist, um, Tyler. I what's can... your bonus to mysticism? Six.
3: It does
2: matter.
0: And seven.
3: You
2: mystical
0: dancing. Yeah.
2: This this is this is a hole in in redacted's uh, studies, apparently. Yeah, well, mysticism is not. Yeah, redacted's <laughs> forte. <clears throat> I mean, the remains from what you can tell, like physically. They resemble ash. They they resemble n- nothing but you know burnt burnt cinders. And would it
1: be a physical science to look at the actual body of whom? of uh,
2: v- Falco, Balco, uh, yeah, Kells really doesn't want you looking at it.
1: Uh, well, what Kells wants is is relevant to to Redacted. <laughs> um, <laughs> Redacted still. Got that body and toss it in the Vista Cruiser.
2: Oh no, no, she does not let you take control of, of the body and and she'll go to Ezran to uh to, to make sure. Break that... in, I don't care, everyone's
1: <laughs> asleep. It actually sounds 100% like something Redacted would do. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm down, make a stealth check. All right, make a good stealth check. 17, uh, yeah, the body has been like locked in one of the the side rooms of the communication center like maybe in his his own private room uh you have to sneak past Kels Deirdre, who looked like she's cried herself to sleep like on the the couch in the <laughs> in in the lobby here but yeah they've they've like wrapped it in uh, a plastic bag which unfortunately you guys did bring with you uh, expecting perhaps some people could could pass away on this trip. Um,
5: Lots of Laura Palmers, man. Lots of Laura Palmers.
2: Until yeah, someone would be able to to examine it, cracking this thing open. And I don't know what to tell you, Miles. It does look like a corpse. <laughs> and that's what it is. It is a, well, a of course, dead body we, we, here. We killed it till it died. Um, why don't you make a, a okay. life science check? Okay, life science. Yeah, poor. Balco. Uh, 19? That, Let's see. So I think we, we've already determined he is indeed looks like a completely turned risen corpse folk, which is typically like a process that can take a long, long time. You know, people wait on EOX for sometimes years to to save it up enough money to be turned into unlife, to be turned undead. And And he wasn't like that like the day before, right? No. I mean he was a perfectly healthy human person. I okay. think you guys maybe saw him before you you went off exploring the the, the prior day. Uh, that's what I thought. But yeah, maybe taking a look at like his fingertips where you saw him grabbing Tally Englos' arm, the thing that seemed to the contact between him and the the dead body you can determine with that life science check he indeed seemed to exhibit a an advanced undead ability called absorb corpse and that seemed to be what you guys saw when when you got to the square as a full action a a corpse can be obliterated with negative energy leaving nothing behind but a stain on the ground uh, and leave behind any gear the corpse was wearing. And for a minute afterwards, a corpse folk who has absorbed a dead body deals an additional 1d4 cold damage. Uh, oh, that would have been good to know last time. <laughs> uh, this ability c- uh, cannot be used in the light as well, in bright light. So this is this is something that uh, typically does not happen, not even on EOX, not in, in public, but apparently... Is, is something that can generate with with corpse folk
1: and that is that light in general
2: right light yeah like natural light or or high beams <laughs> yes good to know right leds <laughs> that you you wish people wouldn't be able to use on the, the highway amen <laughs> yeah so i mean unfortunately i don't think there's like a ton more information about the, the corpse, but uh, it is nice that you get a little chance to be up close and personal. I mean, he looks like a perfect corpse minus all the wounds that you guys put on him, if that makes sense, you know? Mm-hmm. He, he, it doesn't look like he took any other damage from from anything else. Mm-hmm. If you would like, maybe on the, the table next to him is his weapon. Mm-hmm. I don't know if, if you guys pick that up or maybe you can pry it from his hand and so it's got real dark but uh he he did have an explorer hand coil which you are able to to take i think i already put that in the loot. i think island, you did but i just this wanted is to, how it got there yeah he, he also had second skin armor but he's he's not going to be buried with that so i mentioned that'd be taken off get as it, well get him naked get him naked
4: yeah, stri- we back, back his naked body, we, <laughs> like oh, we found we him like back this. to the earth, <laughs> just like how we came onto.
2: It. Uh, do you want to make me uh, another stealth check? Sneaking out of sneaking out of the, <laughs> out of the uh-huh. building. I mean, when, hey, when, uh, we, we have new level rerolls, so there's only Kells in here. So I mean, and she's asleep. She's getting a negative.
1: Yeah, sure. Why not? I'd uh, <laughs> be funny if the scene painted black and you just hear <laughs> Kells wake up to the snap of latex gloves.
5: <laughs> All of a yeah, sudden uh, I, I the really Vista Cruiser's wanna... alarm goes off on the outside and wakes
3: everybody in the <laughs> a, a square mile. Up. I really don't really I don't really don't want to turn this episode into a, a trial <laughs> to redact its trial for breaking and entering and tampering with a corpse and so many other Wait, Don't we that. run the town? No, we're not we're not we're, I mean technically we're not you... dictators. We're not like
1: an oligarchy. No, 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 I understand that, but I mean like technically We're absolutely tells. bound by like
2: normal laws. I mean, are yeah, ma- about yes! half of the people that came, the the colonists that well, came, have like equal stake. Uh, you guys are just making the. Um, you you also have to understand that expansion Redacted decisions does not recognize
1: anything in this plane. Oh so no, <laughs> that- I
3: totally no. understand that part.
1: No authority. Makes sense. <laughs> we'll like like them. so like he doesn't understand like so, he, or not he but like Redacted does not understand the 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 social like contract of what these things are so to be fair i I, 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 would i would say
2: that redacted kind of assumes that this group is supposed to be like the leaders miles whenever you use he pronouns i just imagine you're speaking about yourself like uh he (laughs) doesn't care about (laughs) what you
1: have to say no i keep tripping up um so so you said to uh uh not a stealth
2: check Yeah, yeah yeah Yeah, let's just get a good one here. I've never wanted to. oh, oh Ooh, yeah Oh, oh no. and here we go. The episode uh, has changed. Uh you, you crunch on some glass as you're like about to slip out the window and but before you're you're able to get like up on the, the ledge to, to climb back over. Kells is up and has a light on, and she pulls a pistol on you. She's like, What what are you doing here? I said I didn't want you here.
1: Redacted would just kind of stare and then slowly wave
2: and then it's been of the night.
1: <laughs>
2: it's so fun playing with a serial killer. Uh, you <laughs> Yeah, you, you hear the, the battery charge up on a, an an azimuth laser pistol, but as you, you climb out the window, she runs over to it and says, I'll get you, redacted! You you can't get away with this! I'll get you. I already have <laughs> Go check his bee hole. It's been thoroughly <laughs> probed. I know the the temperature of of Balco's butt.
1: <laughs> um. So I mean, we we also I do have a follow up question about the the body itself. D- would. I guess it's about the butthole. Yes, yes, yes. I, we all I, want to hear uh, more about the butthole. I appreciate
2: that you guys want, like, all the information about this as possible, because you're like, how do we stop this from ever happening ever again?
1: I don't want this fight ever again.
2: <laughs> well, be, I mean, because
1: you you had mentioned that, you
4: know. How many
2: feet of concrete do we the, need to bury the, people under to keep this the from un- happening? Oh, yeah.
1: The the process to, to make someone undead on EOX, you know, is it's involved. A lo- a, a, yeah. So you said it was a long wait list, but the actual process itself takes a
2: long time too, correct? I mean, there's not like rules for it in Starfinder, okay. but I think it's more than just like, you know, popping, putting a bullet in someone's head and being like, Shambhala Shah, you're up, <laughs> you're back. Okay, so I mean, that that, that honestly is valuable information to <laughs> no. redact it in, because... I, I, in my in my mind, as, as GM and uh, an occasional writer for Starfinder... I think, like, you have to be inundated with, like, necrotic energy, like, I mean, kind of like a form of, you know, killing yourself slowly. Like, you have to, like, have cell cellular breakdown in your body before right. you're ever actually killed to, like, transform it. So, and there's, like, multiple stages. Obviously, you go, like, ghoul is, like, one of the first things you can do. Um, and if that messes up, you might become like a zombie, you know, if like brain nice. cells get damaged, you don't want that. And they're like, they like, if you keep refining yourself, you can get up to a corpse folk. And then beyond that, you've got like true Yoxian bone priests and stuff who have, who've gone through these kind of rituals for like centuries, you know? Yeah. So yeah, that's something Pratier's interested in, right? You, uh, you've lived on Yox for a little yeah. bit of time.
3: Brader yeah, was on Eox. He knows. He knows a lot of Eoxian, uh, you know, ceremonies and
2: practices. Do you, do you think that kind of undeath would would touch all the way out here in the teeming with life uh, planet that seems to be a Galerion? I mean,
3: possibly. We we know that we definitely know that Galarian had its share of of undeath of you know of the necromantic. So it's possible that it's it's persisted.
2: Redacted. Are you sharing with the the rest of the the colony crew the information that you gathered, if not the methodology by which you gathered? I mean, it? Re, re, yeah, Redacted would
1: act absolutely sh- because I mean this this sort of stuff because Redacted also isn't you know stupid. Redacted knows the. Mm-hmm social aspect of their present theory is is not redacted's forte and that, that that other people might have access to information that would be helpful because yeah the, the, there there's a lot of ways that this this could have possibly happened and there's a lot of ways this shouldn't have happened so uh, this has definitely piqued redacted's curiosity and would cause redacted to actively share something for once
2: I mean, we've, we've gotten a couple of, of mysteries already here on. <laughs> I mean, besides the big one, it's like, what, what's going on doing in people's here? People's bedrooms
1: as they sleep and just kind of like mentally, like asking if they're up.
2: <laughs> Are you saying redacted mind text people you up? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, besides the 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 greater mystery of what what this planet is is doing here where did this uh, this corpse folk come from how what is what happens to to turn balco unktar seemingly overnight what are what what's the stone needle where, where, where exactly is is that uh tons of mysteries if uh, if redacted as a a mystery loving person so do you, are you sharing like maybe in over breakfast the next morning your your findings yes does anybody have any?
1: If if I can't
2: just appear in people's rooms, then yes. <laughs> Do you want to like open up someone's room? We'll make more stealth checks. See so if you can no, sneak no, up. I mean, on keep in mind, like the greys,
1: you know, they would appear in people's rooms in in traditional ufology stories. So I mean, that's you know. Zilix is just oh, mad oh, that oh. he
5: would bring this up at breakfast. I'm trying to eat here, man. What are you doing? <laughs>
1: Oh, then, then in that case, redacted would get very specific of the methodology. Jeez.
2: <laughs> okay. Well, it, does anybody have any theories after redacted? I mean, f- seemingly for the first time in in the many months that you've you've now traveled with the Gray, has like freely offered up information to you, <laughs> uh, shared shared their own own data. Any any ideas or anything else you guys want to add? So to essentially boil down to
3: that, he's a converted corpse, fo- corpse folk.
2: Converted corpse folk is how you're trying to build. Yeah, yes, that's those are
3: the words that I'm trying to form poorly.
2: I, I think I think Pradier, having you know, spent a little time with bone priests of Eox, would know that this is not something that would be possible to happen, uh like um, seemingly immediately, like like it has, and not something that if balco was actually somehow secretly undergoing this process for for weeks he would be able to hide from people like i mean besides how different he looked there's also the smell that's really hard to to cover up like he was like rotted you know like i said maybe not very advanced states of decay because this, uh, I mean, Redacted can figure it out. It did seem to happen very rapidly, but I mean, his his flesh was was all dead, undead.
3: I think Prater's reaction would be, you know, we at at every turn we continue to find proof that someone or something is affecting the colony. Balko's transformation isn't something that could have happened slowly. Over time, it was something that happened acutely. Whether that was through a spell or an artifact, someone did this to him, and it was powerful. We need to be much more careful.
5: You know, I have to ask. I'm sorry.
2: Oh, no, go, go right ahead.
5: Is there anything that, uh... I mean, obviously, you know about more current ways that this works, but what about in the old days? In the old Galarian? Is there any, uh old magics that could have done this.
3: You mean like residual magics left over on the planet from all the way back pre-Gap.
5: Pre-Gap, old man, yes.
3: Mm. I so, will look into it. It is that type of magic and that type of history is not something I am immediately familiar with, but if I, I may be able, I have contacts who would know much more about it. Especially those on Eox. I will, it will take time about to say if, if if i cannot establish a connection and
2: ask some questions if anyone would would have access to ancient necromantic traditions those would have been collected on eox for centuries like through even before the gap so they have like a tradition of that kind of, of magic dating back millennia. Uh, right. So, uh, you do know that they, they probably receive that message pretty quickly from you, but it, indeed, it could take well over a month to get that res- reply back because indeed it, t- it does from, from the, um, the, the, the previous episode we had ended with a bunch more colonists setting down here <laughs> amongst you guys from uh, from Absalom, from, from abroad. And they said the same thing about their transit. It took over a month. It took like over 30 days for, for them to get out here. It was a, a hard drift travel. I think during this- One
3: thing this, I would like to do, or mm-hmm. one thing I would like to suggest, because we are already having issues with kind of some subterfuge and this next batch of folk perhaps might not help with that is uh to see if we can't have some much stricter onboarding and much stricter can we tsa these people that's uh, that's what i'm trying to get at like i really want to tsa these these people and search everything yeah well before before they're allowed strictly into the colony
2: you know that tyrell holdings did pretty extensive background checks on just about everybody in the first wave. And if you check with Ezran, for the most part, the, the same thing has been done with, with other colonists. So like anyone that gets flagged for like <laughs> non-travel does not get on the, the colony. But if, if you want to start up a a process of onboarding, Rand can help with that. Ezran is is pretty great for for organizing folks during this breakfast. He seems very distraught. By the way, Ezran is also just shooting looks at, at Asher and Sky, <laughs> like all over the breakfast. Like, huh? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. seemingly Seemingly uh, just trying to get their their attention a great deal. Rebecca,
0: everyone is suspicious to Asher right now, so mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. shoot a knowing look back. I guess.
2: <laughs> Can I make so, something we especially something when we we acted, like i broke into the the body uh, to examine <laughs> the body <laughs> can so i rough. make
4: a uh can i make an a uh, a perception check to notice this
2: <laughs> it, it, it's uh it's actually would be the old sense motive in in starfinder oh there's a whole right. skill <laughs> related to Picking up what <clears throat> people are putting down. Nah, don't worry about that.
5: Are they putting <clears> down the <laughs> snacks, though? Are they putting down the snacks?
2: Put down the snacks. Definitely, pra- Praetir <laughs> seems to notice that something else is, is bothering Ezrand Shire, perhaps even besides the the, the two deaths from, from last night. Seems Praetir agitated.
3: Will, Praetir will maybe go up to him and say... Ezran for someone who was expected to lead a colony to an unknown world surely you must have been prepared for a few deaths I, I yeah I, believe I, it or not no
2: <laughs> not really at all I, uh, I, I was I was pretty pretty sure that you might have some injuries could deal with injuries but two two of the original colonists dead in one night uh, I, I, there's nothing in the book about that man Prater kind of looks at him
3: coldly and says there are worlds in the Pact and beyond that are civilized with law and order and there are thousands of deaths on those planets every year or more. We are in the middle of nowhere with none of that resource or none of that help. You are very naive to expect that there will not be sacrifices out
2: here. Like I I, I signed up for Administrative duties. I, I don't know what you want from me. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm a little uncomfortable by this conversation, sir. <laughs> hmm.
3: Well, all I am saying is, if you are going to be a leader, you mu You should probably thicken your skin.
2: Got it. I will. I will cut back on the moisturizer. You've you've convinced me. Apply lots of skin thickener. <laughs> I will do. I will do.
3: Uh, Reader sells some, so uh, I'm happy to make a profit <laughs> is off that, of this.
2: It, It's it, what the best keys. Was that yeah. what
3: happened to the dead guy? Was there skin thickener involved?
2: Yeah. You yeah. have to go I, back. You have to break back in and uh, exfoliate to find out. <laughs> uh, th- this conversation is kind of broken up by, uh, I think, uh, Lyosho knocking on the door frame and, and being like, You all must come. There is, um, there's another crowd, uh, gathering in in the town center and there, there might be a problem as you get out there. There are some people gawking, maybe others assisting, but another group, a large group of maybe like an even mix of like 20 of the original colonists and 20 or so of, of the new folks that have have set down here in the last week watching in the town center, um, Around, around the big kind of stone in the, the center of the colony, watching as the, the Inglos sisters seem to have dug a massive hole in the ground and are down a, a few feet, maybe taking turns digging the surviving three Inglos sisters. Theralut, um, if, if you uh, ask, says, as we bury our own here in this ancestral earth deep down to where no harm will ever come, to our sweet sister's remains, and we will salt this soil and pave over where she lies, for we will forever remember her death. She died protecting us from that monster. Uh, There's a lot of odd stares coming from, uh, I guess, mostly the new colonists that don't know the, the Orcish sisters, don't know them that well, but. Some of them are like kind of looking over to you because you are, you know, along with Ezra and stuff, the, the those in charge right now of, of the colony, maybe expecting you to stop this or say uh, something.
5: Zillik steps up. <sighs> well, pass the shovel, then let's get to it.
2: No, no one hands you and you a shovel. <laughs> uh, well, I'm not going to
5: use my hands. Come on, someone give me a shovel. Let's go.
2: Fairly comes up to you and is like, we expected more from you all. We, we saw how you dealt with the pests that have plagued this colony, but when push came to shove, you could not save our sister who put her life on the line to help you kill those kafaks, help you keep order here.
5: Well, if I could be so bold. Unfortunately, your sister was dead by the time we got there. There was nothing we could do. We took care of the thing that got her. That's all we have she, to say.
2: She wanted to be a part of your group, to be with you, but you, you would not give her the time of day and... Now you want to pretend like she was your best friend and help bury her. Huh? The ones who dig here are her family and friends. Those who actually loved her and you are. You all are neither.
5: Did we not fight alongside each other? Did we not come here together? What does that say about family? What does that say about friends? Uh, do you, do you want to make a diplomacy check Zelix? Looks... Well, I'm going to fail this so no.
2: <laughs> I believe in the, the heart of the, the cards, Drew. Oh,
5: yeah. Oh!
2: the heart of the cards the
5: heart of
2: the cards scene doesn't seem moved by this but um valgritta ingolos maybe one of the i guess now the the youngest of the ingolos sisters silently hands you a shovel and kind of takes a, a breather for a minute and as the the other two sisters get back to work after just a moment their s- shovels slam into the earth, but bounce back with a clang. They dig around what seems to be a, something very large buried in the, the dirt here. And as you, you start uncovering it about 10 imagine? feet per side, maybe mm-hmm. twice as long, people uh, begin to, you know, help out and, and, and move dirt out and around from the, the hole here as you uh, slowly uncover what seems to be a very large rock. Feralit Angolos takes her canteen and and kind of cleans away and wipes some of the dirt. And you see the same pale gray granite, not typical for this area, buried here beneath your your colony. And yeah, it's beginning to take shape. Uh, You see what looks to be another piece of a very large broken obelisk and with kind of the same very hazy Scratch symbols on the, on the side of it; these these runic marks that look like a, a form of of writing. But this one seems to have a much deeper, large circular carving in into it. Maybe maybe cut at a different time. That kind of looks like a, a wedge spike on top of this curved symbol. The rest of the day, there's not much else done in the colony except for excavations that people are very excited because uh i don't know did did you reveal to people about the the stone needle at all
3: we told Le- leo Shu about
2: it because nobody were helps help with translations
3: translation and then you know i'm sure we didn't tell them to keep it a secret so it's possible it, it spread that way
2: yeah well there's there's a lot of excitement because I, I guess a lot of the new folks at the very least did not know that there had been any kind of archaeological things found and this was literally like under your guys' feet. Is there anything you want to do with this? or
0: Can we inspect the runes and see if we can tell what they...
2: Yeah, Can we dictate? roll again and hopefully roll better?
0: <laughs> <laughs> we have Le- Leo Shu to help us this time.
2: So. Shu, indeed. Let's see here. Uh yeah like uh, t- towards the end of the day like maybe some like a backhoe and, and some winches can can help pull this rock to the surface but, Patrick uh, we
4: call them we call them uh, um, servers now <laughs> what did I say oh no backhoes backhoes and oh, winches oh, oh. <laughs> I
2: was about to say which one was bad
4: outdated <laughs> outdated terminology Patrick <laughs> we,
2: call we call them servers, servers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, this is old Galerion. It's <laughs> we're... oh no, uh, we're back. Can't back even back say it. Those. Yeah, uh, Lyosho. La- towards the end of the day, we'll, we'll take a look at these and and uh, maybe call you you back to his his domicile and give his report and and say, uh,
4: oh, I've completed
2: my assessment of the markings that you you brought back from the Stone Needle. They they seem to to match the ones here in in this town square. They are indeed magic runes of some sort, and I do think I know what they were used for. Uh, I think it is some form of ancient Galerion magic, maybe elven or even script of the dead language of the Aslanti, but regardless who wrote it, it does seem very old. We don't have much to compare it to in our records, but it seems to be a kind of earth magic. These seem to be transmutation, Runic carvings, a magic that has not been practiced in a long, long time. Does does that help you at all?
3: Uh, transmutation magic.
0: The transmutation magic. I don't know anything about magic in this game. Um, <laughs> be related to Balco? Balco?
5: Balco? Yeah, Balco. <laughs> I was
0: like, could he have been transmuted an
5: undead person? Is that what you're saying?
0: Yeah, like could. I mean transmutation sounds like no. I don't know. Morphing. No. No? Likely
2: these are very different schools of of magic. But from from what Lyosho explains to you, these were almost definitely created by some intelligent agents in, in this planet's past. Um, perhaps the magic was like part of their creation, or or maybe they had some other purpose for um Like, there's no magic, like, on them now. Like, no no lingering magic, but perhaps uh, they they had some other purpose. So, yeah. Those are your clues. Transmutation, earth magic. About what you have there.
0: Sorry, are you saying the magic may have been part of the obelisk creation? Like, the creation of these artifacts that...
2: It could be part of it, or it could have been stonecrafted by laymen, and then in enshrined with with runes that gave it some other purpose probably one of those two options
3: hmm. interesting any other kind of mysticism rule we can make on it
2: no not particularly though i guess there is a a new rune that wasn't on the the one that you found in in this one that was buried here and if you make a mysticism check on that at the very least i can think you can tell what it isn't Oh, Asher and Skye rolled well here. I think you get uh, kind of a feeling. And, and and I think Praetor, oh, Praetor and Redacted, you can figure this out as well. Uh, whatever this rune represents, it is not. it was not done by the same hands. It was not done in the same style as the rest of the script on here. I guess the rest of it does kind of look like it is all of the same language, whereas this looks more like assemble and... I don't know how else to uh, describe it. It does kind of look like a like a, a power symbol. So kind of like a, a circle, but there's a, a spike in the the top of the circle. So almost like a a clock with a extended hand pointing to midnight. I don't have a I don't have a picture of what it looks like, unfortunately. I'm just describing okay. just kind of what it looks like.
3: Yeah, I mean Praetor might, you know, note or try to or plot like you know <clears throat> on a local map the position of these two and if we uncover more maybe that'll that will reveal something
2: but it's little dribs and drabs of of information this season you're not going to get this full mystery solved in any time soon. but we'll see but um well, uh, I'm just going to read ahead in the book yeah don't you dare <laughs> <laughs> that's not what precogs do
0: Oh, Honestly, I'm it. starting to feel like I'm playing Mist. It's like all these weird clues that seem disconnected and I have no idea what the grander mystery is. You know what I mean? <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, I yeah. remember so, that
0: game. Yeah, I, I that
2: do game. remember Mist and this is the it's reason really why I, I was very excited to do this AP volume because it is a it's a bit of a slow burn and you'll you'll find bits and pieces out here and, and there but uh, there's there, there's actually like another greater mystery <laughs> that you've gotten, like, tons of clues about, but hilariously, you know, ha- n- no one's been able to put it together because it's, like, so disparate. There's, like, so many elements to, to this planet and what be going on. And uh, and listeners can probably make some guesses as well because even if you've read the, the AP volume, <laughs> guess what? Galarian's not in the AP volume, <laughs> so I've changed <laughs> a good amount of stuff. <laughs> so there's a- at least one new mystery. For for that, right. So, uh, we left a couple weeks ago when we played on a cliffhanger about those new colonists coming to settle. Prater wanted to set up a system to to talk to most of them. Indeed, the the captain of the Rusty Rivet returns, said and and had all the paperwork for everyone being dropped off. They were all paid by Tyrell Holdings to to shuttle these people here, and has a contract for the next year to to bring people just about every four weeks or so about how long it takes for a turnaround voyage to and from Absalom and some of the other packed worlds. And if that's the case, by the end of the year, the colony might be like 600 people, you know, somewhere in that neighborhood. So yeah, given this growth rate this time next year, you're probably going to want to start looking at a second settlement somewhere to uh, start another city after this one. Yeah,
3: Well, we'll just build underground we'll just have the uh we'll have the surface dwellers and then we'll have the cave people and <laughs> that'll be fine
2: ooh, ooh, dibs on chud <laughs> <laughs> dibs on horrendous chud the, the, this next scene is going to happen maybe a few days after the the incident at the calm station with balco unktar um Jamfram, you get sent a message that one of these new colonists that Ezrand is is interviewing wants to meet with you. Seems to to be an acquaintance.
4: Oh, great, great news. I do love a good friendship. Oh, what be the name of this person, might I ask? Might I inquire? They said
2: their name is Mr. Mortis? So they know you're from, from Absalom? Oh, but uh yeah they're they're meeting you out in the the tent city and gives you like you know the the avenue that they're on and indeed a a large number of of kind of uh bits and 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 bobs of prefab housing and and half tents have been constructed for all the new colonists while i mean you guys were already kind of behind on uh (laughs) some some other tasks so uh, making new new houses for like 80 to 100 people or however many were dropped off this this round was has kind of put you behind a little bit but yeah as you get to th- this one that you're directed to is a large pavilion style tent looks like it was pretty expensive and uh there outside just kind of lounging in the the sun is your debt collector for your, your ripper doctor mr yeah. Rigar mortis yeah, Get it? Wow. You get it? Yeah. Every, everyone hated that name. I love it so much. Uh, he's an undead folk. Maybe, maybe, I don't know if we described him as, as bony or gooly, but... Is he he's, suddenly he's some...
5: undead or is he like normal undead?
2: Oh, he's been undead for years. So, as uh, as you get there, they're like, Hey there, Jam Long time no see. Ah, uh, Mr. As, Mortis.
4: Yes. Uh, welcome, indeed, to a fine establishment. I mean,
2: the... Colony, but Woody, you you, yeah, you know how it is. It's it's a nice planet you got here. Uh, thought I'd come out for uh, a little while, get away from the station. Oh well, yes, well there's n- n- not here, but fresh air
4: for all the 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 bones need.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm getting a good bleach on while I'm out here. Uh, listen, this is uh, this is awkward. I didn't I didn't come out here to break your legs nor bust your chops about all that money yo the big guy. It's really quite the contrary. See I came out here to set up a, a clinic for the doc for the future. He's gonna be extending his practice out here cause uh,
4: uh boy, here.
2: oh yeah. The the vast needs doctors too, you know, and uh this this new Galerion uh, is is all the rage back back in the pact. Uh this plant's gonna be chock a block full few years time. I I see. This is uh well,
4: uh, how how nice for him! Uh, can I help in some way,
2: or is just just a, a, a courtesy? Well, I mean, we we thank you so much. I uh, from what I've I've been told, you're in a position of uh, some uh, importance here in the the colony. Is that
4: right? Well, I, I, I wouldn't know about importance. No, no, it's uh, it's it's more a matter of um. It takes a big gulp. Uh, it's really just administrative tasks. It's 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 really not not nothing oh, important. That's
2: awesome to hear because I've got a big administrative headache, a lot of red tape with this this new colony. That uh, well, you see, I, I've uh, maybe you could do me a favor. You know, you're so in the the weeds with the administrative stuff there. You see, plots of land in the center of town are are pretty hard to come by. It seems like you guys have built on the exterior with the, you know, thought that the center of town is gonna be important stuff. So I've put in my paperwork through Tyrell Holdings to get a clinic set up through all the proper channels. But from what I hear, it could take a few months for something like that to get through the bureaucracy. But I remembered, boom, I got a friend that works for Tyrell. So yeah, maybe you could take over some of those admin duties and see to it my paperwork just gets to the top of that pile for the big guy. I'd, I'd,
4: well, I, 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 I could, I could certainly look at, look at that. I, I suppose there's uh, no harm in making sure everything is moving
2: along. Oh, that's awesome, pal. The big guy, once he gets planet side, maybe in a couple months, is really he's, gonna enjoy no, it. He's,
4: he's, he's coming here himself
2: oh yeah at, at the very least until uh things get up off the ground but um right i mean you remember it was it was me that suggested for you this this gig and now you're basically running the place uh they gotta be paying you a, a pretty penny get out here right <laughs> yep yep well listen you don't gotta worry about paying back the loan immediately uh like i said this this favor's gonna go a lot of way long way for the big guy so he might be dropping interest rates, some of those accumulated late fees that you've got. So there's no worries about uh, about the money. <laughs> but uh, it'd be nice once once he gets here, he can he can uh, give you some some free healing, maybe some more upgrades if that's what you're looking for. I can't wait!
4: Can't wait to see him. Of course, it's uh, but I, but don't but you you don't need to worry about the money. I'll, I'll have the money. Don't the money was. Surely, I—it's not a problem. He—he he won't. We won't.
2: It'll be fine. All right. Well, you're—you're you're the man. Do you—do you need a, a, receipt or an account of, uh, of, of what you owe so far? Because I mean, taking out a twenty percent interest loan is pretty nutso.
4: Yes, it's—it's—it's uh, it's, it's, it's quite quite. I'm—I'm I'm familiar with the number. I—I I believe. Uh, perhaps you could send it to my email do we have
2: email <laughs> what's jam
4: email I, I don't have one <laughs> <laughs> jam has a yahoo email address right but it's <laughs> it's a hotmail it's a it I'm still, I still got Help like reserve.net yeah one of those uh one of those old geocities is
2: my website <laughs> yeah indeed he's uh he's asking you at the end of the second month here we gotta to finish off this episode finish off month two of of the colony (laughs) and uh indeed we're gonna advance to the to the end here of this second month on nuclear and aka waydana Four. all the days getting a lot longer spring ends and turns into a a hot sticky summer days both (laughs) in real life (laughs) while we're playing this and in the game so yeah temperatures getting into the high 20s are pretty normal maybe only cooling down to about 15 degrees at night. So let's talk about the colony in the next few weeks as you guys continue to explore the mountains to the northwest and uh, your colony completes its first resource node to the south. Maybe like part lumber yards, some, some farm spaces is cleared out here and some some late crop plants are, are planted by the, the Willowenth family and the Inglo sisters hosts of other colonists kind of move out into some of those spaces there as you're, you're wrapping up this month. Does Jamfram want to take over the, the admin duties and, and, and make some decisions for the colony? Uh, I I mean, everyone can make decisions, but you'd be like doing the actual paperwork along with Ezra and Shire.
4: No, (laughs) (laughs) no is the answer to that. I don't want to. Uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm gonna. I maybe I would maybe like like walk into the room and then like
2: and say, "Oh, Esrin, <laughs> how are you, friend?" And then all you see is like data pads, computers, spreadsheets, and stuff. Oh, <laughs> He's like, oh "Hey,
4: y- you coming to help out, but ah, uh, I, you know, I've left my email and my other pants. Of, I'm sorry, I, d- I don't have time."
2: And uh, I turn around and I walk out. Um, <laughs> Does anyone else want to take over admin duties this month from our our friend Pradier? It, uh, it it really just takes about a week of um, of downtime activities. That's one player. That's it. Just one player needs yeah, to, to. I
3: dedicate. mean, Pradier. Yeah, Pradier is always happy to to do
2: it. I mean, What perhaps. are the
0: skills associated? Like, do we have to no, have any kind of expertise?
2: No skills. You basically get one week less of profession checks to to gain money. So, I, I mean, I personally would recommend rotating it between you guys because it means you get a little less earn income. But everyone gets to make the decisions. You're just the one stuck coordinating around the colony and, and like, literally... Doling out work to people for a few days.
0: Yeah, Asher and Sky will take administrative administrative duties. This partly month. so that they can try to spy on people and see who is acting suspicious. Mm, okay, working their duties maybe.
2: Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. So yeah, this is this is uh, the the month of of Sarenreth. We're we're kind of completing here, which I guess is like an equivalent of June on on old Galerion. <clears throat> You guys have some resource. Well, actually let's do your profession checks first, get you some, some money to spend before next week's episode. And just a reminder, we are going to be doing four weeks of earning a living. And you take those roles, those four D20 roles with your, your skill modifier and double them and, and you get that in credits. So feel free to roll those now, but um, let's talk a little bit about the uh, the charter development as well while we do it. Oh, wow, Rebecca. Rebecca.
0: Made a lot of money from dancing.
2: <laughs> yeah, you know, I, oh, I knew I that a 19, new colony 16, would pay so 17. much for
0: dancers. I, I oh. knew it's
2: pretty pretty good money if you can get it. Steady work.
0: You said take these three rolls and then double it
2: four for oh yeah everyone else so you get three so it's probably good that you rolled high each of those is added together and then you can double them
4: i'm glad this wasn't a combat episode <laughs> <laughs> wow it's gonna J- take me a while to pay off that old debt this, this is rain.
2: literally like a hunting, gathering, and uh, th- th- these rolls equivalent one week, you just forget to do it. I think you like pick oh, some berries. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I don't have the oh, best rolls either. Uh, mind you, you get your, your skill bonus on, on whatever. Oh, I know. Using, so.
3: But Rebecca's still going to make more credits. <laughs> and she rolled an entire die less.
2: <laughs> Redacted, Redacted did pretty good here. Wow. Redacted uh, some high rolls in general. Yeah, Miles, Miles Miles did well. Right. Well, well, write those down. Maybe we'll come back to them next week and we'll, we'll talk about how you guys are doing and like your, your side hustles. But for this month of charter development, the well, let's go through. Let's go through the steps. God. So the the first step in the upkeep phase is rolling your resource units for your, your settlement die. And that is a D6. And for your the the first resource node that you've created, you get an additional D4. So, Rebecca, as as administrator, do you want to roll those?
0: Sure. What do I roll?
2: One D6 and one D4.
0: D6 and D2. So nice.
2: much yeah, you guys got a huge influx of Murnes Myr- in total from your resources from last month. Uh, you guys have 12 yes, uh, resource units to, to spend. So what I
3: propose, I'm proposing two things. One is that we build a resource node where we found the meteorite. It's going to cost double the amount of resource. Like, you know, normally a resource node costs one.
2: But they I can believe- actually, it's going to cost three. It's gonna it, cost three. Okay. Yeah, basically, you have to get like whole Claim. teams of people with like pot, like backhose and and other powered equipment, <laughs> to, <laughs> and winches. You gotta bring those winches <laughs> out there in order to uh, to huh. to yeah. to move the this uh, this large meteorite. Yeah. So,
3: I suggest we do that. And uh, a very boring one that we can do, but now that we're getting more people, is probably important. Is uh, waste disposal. So for six resource uh, units, uh, we can build a waste disposal system, and that will give us a plus one to our accord. And then we'll have what that kind of civic. out of the out of the way.
2: Well, I think if you uh, if you want to do that, you can the, the uh, to build another resource hex. You will have to claim a hex, which is w- right. would be an action as well. Um, right. So. Four,
3: So one to claim, three to build the node.
2: Yeah, you, you have two actions that you can do per, per month,
3: basically. Oh, oh, so the claim is the action and the building the node is an action? I believe so. I believe... Let's talk Ugh, about... Let's talk about it. That is restricting. Uh, uh, let's see. Da, 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 da,
2: da. Uh, oh, and also, since this is the second month, there is a an upkeep you have to pay. So immediately you lose one resource unit because... That's how much it takes to run the colony. So, technically, you only have 11, what, 11 resource units. But uh, yeah, the projects phase, you can select up to two charter projects, which can be an advanced project, a basic project, and I believe, yeah, claiming a hex is a basic project as well as building a resource unit. So, if you want to spend the four resource units, it is a pretty nice payday for your characters if you're concerned about okay. getting a lot of credits early on.
3: So, so yeah, I guess, folks, w- would you do you want to mine the meteorite and, and get its resources or do you want to actually build the settlement? <clears throat> we have new people so would building more of the settlement
5: benefit us now that we have more people? or
4: Is that just, just going to be more
2: upkeep next time? Should we... Well, should that's we... why we have the waste disposal for us so we can get rid of extra people right <laughs> as far as the project go, waste disposal um gives you plus one accord so that would help in usually a, a chord is uh you know for for things like unrest and then things that might happen
1: so um if we opt to not mine i mean w- w- could we just you can claim you know, the hex and you can do another building. Yeah, obviously, like, can we can, can we claim a hex and like you know add another like you know residential district or something for the influx of new people?
3: Uh, yeah, there is. Um, let me see what it costs. There is an improved residential area, um, thing that you can make. Uh, residential improvements. Yes, it. Uh, we can make that. It is pretty much the exact same as the waste cost six mm-hmm. resource units to do and gives us plus one accord. So it's going to have the same benefits as the waste, but, you know, better housing. So
2: Tana doesn't get his way though. He doesn't get a nice waste disposal yeah. center. I, and, I'm
3: just
1: trying to figure out what yeah. would be best for for us and the community. Like, I mean, obviously
2: having yeah. mining the rock would be great because we get money. I mean, you definitely didn't realize you're going to get so many colonists so early on. So residential improvements might be a, a nice way to, to make everyone happy. Indeed, it will.
1: It will can basically we get them to mine.
2: <laughs> well, next month you can for sure. So this is a nice uh, uh, down the middle compromise. And like I said at the end of month three, you can build another resource. Um, I don't know. What, what do you guys think?
3: Yeah, I, I'm all I'm all good with residential improvement. One of the things that we will kind of have because you um. You know we, we have traits and the, the the things that we build will augment our traits and there are certain things that require us to have a minimum number in said traits to build so mm-hmm. there will be things that i'll eventually or will eventually want to build simply because they give us bonuses to our traits that we need to have so we can build other things in the future but because we already have to pull I, uh patrick can you remind me of where how our traits break down right now because i think we have two in accord
2: already uh let's see accord or economy don't have them written down my notes here but i will i will make sure i have them ready no yeah two in accord one culture one economy one technology minus one magic minus so one. this will take you to three accord
3: yeah so that's you can see how like we have we're gonna have a lot in accord and not not a lot in in some of the other ones, but from a from a from a role play standpoint, I think residential improvements
2: is is good. Cool. So we got a couple of projects here. I think the the improvements for the the buildings. You guys came with prefab housing. They basically came with like tents. <laughs> so this will be like building actual structures and and houses for for people to live in. And we can talk about like you know off air or something if you have. Like a design element you want to do for for the city, do you, do you want this to be a massive sprawl of suburbia? You do you want like apartments? Uh, these are things that you can you can you can design the city how you guys want. This is the kind of stuff that I live for in games, but I understand mm-hmm. it's not everyone's cup of tea. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I right. Don't, don't. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah. we got the projects. Uh, that's the the projects phase. Now we got to go to the events phase. Something we didn't do in the first month. There is a percentage chance that an event can occur. Rebecca, do you want to oh, roll us a d100? Uh
0: like, more than anything.
3: All of them are bad. Oh, oh, it's cuz it's only on a 1 through 20, I see. Uh even even less Jeez. than that.
2: Yeah, it's a it's a very low percentage. There's only a 15% chance of a turner event occurring each turn, but each month that there was not an event, this increases by another 15%. Uh, so we're gonna get them eventually. I guess maybe not, but I'm action. just
3: reading some of the ones on uh Netha's here. Natural calamity, mystical plague, <laughs> oh, local <what>? disaster, <laughs> cult activity, Ooh. visiting celebrity. So, you know, just a whole gambit of complete nonsense. <laughs>
5: Visiting celebrity Knack uh, just shows up for an episode. No. <laughs> hey, wh- whammy, wham, wham, wazzle. What did you guys do to <laughs> my sister?
2: All <laughs> uh, right. So things quiet down after the Balco Unktar incident, as the, the dead are buried. And for the most part, wounds are healed here, or perhaps so you think, because uh, maybe a week or so later, Ezra and Shire calls you out to one of the new buildings being constructed and says there is there's some graffiti here that that you guys probably want to see. And as you you get to the job site, perhaps there's some people taking taking photos and, and gawking. But strewn across one of the the new walls here in the like the garish spray paint that used to to mark out their their electrical lines that they're burying and stuff like that is a symbol and perhaps some words beneath it indeed you see a familiar symbol and the words a to be continued oh. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Oh, we're done with this week's episode. Oh, we had a little, we had a little downtime talky stuff. We didn't talk about uh, what you guys were doing for your, your pleasure time, your downtime pleasure time. But if you want to do the same stuff from the previous month, you know, we had a, uh, what a calcinics club <laughs> that Asher is a part of with the. Uh, yeah.
0: That I completely forgot. I got a bonus from until I was reading through my notes to publish the episode yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> it was like,
2: it was like an acrobatics roll. I don't know how many of those are athletics roll meditating with leo show and things so um if you guys want to change those up we'll talk about them next week but that's that's all the time we have for tonight. <laughs> months melting by both in real life and game time i think we're keeping pace with this is like episode 10 so about that much time has passed in uh in the game as in real life about three months or so <laughs> that's gonna do it guys thank you so much for playing with me
5: thank you Patrick. thank you
2: thank you, thank you. Uh, listeners, thanks for listening. Hope you're taking notes at home and enjoying the mystery. Uh, we will catch you on next week's mysterious adventure of Cosmic Crit. Good night. Good night. Bye. Bye bye.